According to Coast Guard spokesmen at the Holiday Bay Station, gale warnings have already been posted. Residents are warned to expect 50 to 70 mile an hour winds, with occasional higher gusts. High tide at 8.50 p.m. will be 8.2 feet, but onshore winds will increase the expected rise. Weather Bureau estimates place the arrival of the storm front on the central Oregon coast at approximately midnight. In other local news, the Holiday Beach City Council meets tonight to discuss the proposed tourist information center at the junction of Highway 101 and... The man in the blue Chevrolet snapped off the car radio, then leaned back again, resting one arm along the back of the seat. A middle-aged woman appeared at the door of the bookshop and hung up a closed sign but his only overt reaction was a slight narrowing of his eyes. Miss Beatrice Doby was of little interest to him. The closing of the shop was of more concern. It meant his vigil was nearly at an end. He briefly considered the position of his car again. He was parked less than 50 feet north of the entrance of the shop, and there was some risk of recognition at that distance. Still, the object of his interest was on foot today and would be homeward bound, moving in a southerly direction, away from the car and the approaching darkness further lowered the risk. The mercury vapor street lamps were already warming up. He glanced up at the sky, noting the saffron glow in the dusky air, feeling the pervading tension in the atmosphere. The warnings of 70-mile-an-hour winds had caused no apparent panic among the residents, but in the last hour the little resort village had acquired the look of a ghost town. All the shops along the block were closed now, and even Highway 101, the famed Coast Highway, was empty. He watched a miniature tornado of dust spin across the asphalt and dissipate against the closed shop fronts on the east side of the highway. Then his eyes moved back to the bookshop and idly fixed on the weather-worn sign above the doorway. The Holiday Beach Bookshop and Rental Library. Conan Joseph Flagg, Proprietor. Consultant. A faint sigh escaped him the only hint of impatience in his hour-long vigil. Consultant. What the hell did he mean by that? The quotes around the word gave it a hint of irony, and that, coupled with the fact that it was a bookstore, made the chance of coincidence negligible. There weren't that many Conan Joseph flags around. Waiting to see the man in person was only a necessary formality. Books. The man's mouth tightened deepening the creases at the corners as he surveyed the aging, ramshackle, shingled building. He was remembering a time when one Conan Joseph flag had almost blown a field assignment because he was distracted by some rare volume displayed in a German shop window. It figured that flag would own this Dickensian pile. He glanced at his watch, then reached out to the dashboard and brought a small microphone close to his lips. His eyes still focused on the entrance of the shop. Evans. After a pause, yes, sir, have you had a look at Flag yet? No. Any word from Portland? Yes, sir, I had a call half an hour ago. That may have been Harry Morton you saw coming out of the bookshop this afternoon. They haven't been able to locate him anywhere else yet. Washington's checking into it. I know it was Morton. Any hints about his recent activities? No, he dropped out of sight about a year and a half ago. Well, I doubt he went into retirement. No, sir, not Morton. You think Flag's involved with him in something? I haven't the slightest idea, but I intend to find out. We should have a preliminary report on Flag's recent activities by tomorrow. He paused, 
distracted by a movement at the shop door. I'll talk to you later, Evans. He switched off the mic and replaced it, then leaned back, his arm finding its rest on the seat. The middle-aged woman emerged, pausing to tie a scarf over her auburn hair. Then she walked quickly to the red Porsche, parked south of the shop. A few seconds later, the car spun out onto the highway with a resounding drag strip roar. He looked at his watch, noting the time of the departure out of habit. 5.04. Then his hand tightened on the steering wheel. The door was opening again.